Thanks for joining us on another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. If little ears are listening right now, it may be best to save this episode for later due to some explicit words used throughout the episode. Let's be real. As a teenager, most of us lack the motivation and smarts to start a business. However, that wasn't the case for today's guest, Caitlin Morris. At 19, she took a brilliant idea and ran with it. Over the past six years, she has built a successful Etsy shop and is now expanding into her own brand. We believe that everyone needs a Caitlin in their life, a personality of sass, humor, and positivity to keep you on track and full of main character energy. Tune in to learn how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb, tips and tricks for growing a product-based business on Etsy, and why you should go all in on your dreams, even if you don't have all the answers right now. If you're in need of some kick-ass motivation, this is definitely the episode for you. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. I actually know Caitlin. She is one of my podcast clients, and I have just fallen in love with her, your energy. I just love it so much. And your business journey, like you are, how old are you? I am 25. The way you talk about your business and what all you've done and your mindset, I think back to my early twenties and I'm like, my gosh, Brittany, why could you not have been more like Caitlin? Because (laughs) you're, you're just so smart to be in your early (laughs) twenties, I think. (laughs) So yeah, I guess go ahead and just start off by introducing yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. Okay. So my name's Caitlin, obviously, you know, from the introduction, I'm based in like 30 minutes outside Nashville. And I have a little bit of an obsession with personal development and like being the best version of myself and just chasing down my dream and everything. Cause I feel like we only have one life and like, we're not going to get any younger And all this time is just going to pass anyway. So why not like be able to work now? And so in 10 years, you can say you chose your life and not you didn't have to settle for it. So when I was 19, I, you know, just went to college and I joined a sorority. And that in itself was a little like all my friends thought it was like stupid like joining a sorority and everything. They're like, no, we don't want to pay for our friends. You know, that's so stupid. They're so judgmental. And I was the only one that wanted to join a sorority because like I saw the, you know, all the resume opportunities, the people you would meet, the networking, like all these advantages you would get, you know? So I joined one. I put myself out there. I ended up exactly where I wanted to be. And I think it was the second semester of my freshman year. And I was in a meeting and one of my sisters came up to me and she was like, 
ecstatic, like over the moon, like, oh my God, Caitlin, look at this cup I got. It has our sorority letters on it. It's so cute. It was only $50. Wow. It was such a steal. And I'm like... (laughs) I'm looking at this cup and it's like, y'all, it's so basic. <laughs> it's so basic. It has our sorority name and it looks like it's like Times New Roman. It's like the least creative font they could have possibly chosen. And I wouldn't have paid $10 for this cup, but she's like over the moon. And I don't, I don't want to say, I'm not going to tell her it's ugly. You know, I'm not going to break her spirits and hit her with the facts. So I let it go and I just like let her be happy and everything. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is so ugly and she paid so much money for it and she's so happy. I could probably like figure out a way to design a cuter cup that's probably much more affordable, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I went home and I, you know, I hit up Google like, you know, anyone would. So I started researching and I figured out that sorority names and like their symbols and the mascots and everything, they're copyrighted. So I um, found this licensing company that, you know, takes care of it and that's like, you know, responsible for their licensing and stuff. You only had to jump through like two or three hoops. One of them was you needed business liability insurance, but you needed a million dollar policy. And being 19 and not knowing Jack about insurance, I was like, you probably need like so much money to be able to afford something like that. So I'm like, well, there goes that idea, you know, so I put it on the back burner but I would like still play with it, but I, I didn't think it was possible for me. And fast forward to Christmas that year, I didn't have a lot of money, but you know, I wanted some spending money. I need some Christmas spending money. I felt like I also had a lot of time on my hands. So I went out and I got a job at this like really popular store in the mall. And <laughs> y'all, that job paid $7.25 an hour. (laughs) And I was constantly like refolding jeans and, you know, putting clothes on the hangers and putting them on racks and organizing displays and everything. I think it was like an hour or two into my like first shift. And I go in the back and it's like, you know, where they keep all the shoes. I'm like surrounded by these like towers of shoe boxes everywhere. And I'm like, this is not it. And I felt like my like potential is so like infinite like I can do anything so what the actual hell am I doing here yeah I love that so I decided I was like you know by the time you know Christmas rolls around and you know the season's gone and everything I'm gonna quit and I was like fearless with it I started making all these changes I I didn't even ask my parents about it because I was such a trailblazer by then I was like I just did it I just changed my major to a business major And it's also important to know that I didn't have any business knowledge at all. Like I was at the most basic, like ground level. I couldn't have told you what a royalty or equity was. Like the most basic rule I knew was the rule that you sell something for more than you make it. But I saved up the money and everything. And I told my parents about it because I was like, I'm going to do this, you know, but I'm not sure I'm 19. I don't know how to go out and get business insurance and like what all documentation I have to do. So I told Mm -hmm. my parents about it and you can just tell by their face and the way their voice sounded that they were like, okay, this is, it's kind of stupid. And I remember like feeling a little bit embarrassed because, you know, I I knew, I felt like I was confident that they wouldn't understand and they didn't. And so I felt like kind of like discouraged and maybe like a little alone, you know, because no one else saw my vision and like everyone thought I was stupid. 
But I had to remind myself that like, I'm the only one around here that's even been to college, you know, let alone join a sorority. So of course they're not going to understand. And my mom was kind enough that even though she was like, you know, okay, you know, whatever, she went with me to like, you know, go to the county clerk and like do all this like paperwork and stuff. And I finally like got everything I needed and I started putting in for applications and not every application for every sorority costs money. I think it was like 20 or $40. It's pretty expensive. So I only started with three at first. But so now that I had everything I needed, I had like the inventory, the equipment, the ideas, I had to figure out how to start an Etsy shop. And so mm-hmm. I would spend like all my time. I remember I would stay at my kitchen table and like just sit there and learn and like watch YouTube videos and read articles and everything. And I knew that the first thing I had to do and like focus on was putting products on my virtual shelves. You know, like I was like balls mm-hmm. to the wall. Like that was the only, I don't even know if I could say that, but I was like balls to the wall. I need to put you know all these products on my shelves because Etsy is like, so massive like there's millions of sellers out there and like for someone to find my little tiny brand new shop it'd be like finding a needle in a haystack you know so that's the only thing I had to focus on and like over time I would just reinvest my money and like take my money and say okay now I want to carry this sorority or take my money and be like okay let me buy more inventory and just over time just grew into the absolute monster it is Wow, that's so crazy. And so what college were you at? It's uh, called Austin P State University. So were you selling or like, I guess currently, do you sell to just the sororities there or like all over? All over, like nationwide. That is so crazy. It's such a smart idea though, that you had that because it is so niche right. to just, yeah, I, I so smart. So I think the first question that comes to my mind is what did you do? You know, you were just mentioning that it's kind of like a needle in a haystack being a brand new Etsy shop. What did you do to kind of explode and grow or did it just happen? (laughs) Well, it was definitely intentional. I would like, you know, try and carry as much sorority as I can. And then I also, when I got to like 25, 50 products, I like, was kind of slowing down and like not being so hell bent on putting out new product and everything. So when I started getting orders, I I was so excited when I got an order. I, I as soon as I would get it, I would make it like that second, and I would ship it yeah. like ten minutes later, right? And so I would I would rush off to the post office, and I'd be so happy and so excited. I realized that when I did that. You know, because when you order something, it's like, oh, you can expect this to ship in three to five days. And so when they get that shipping notification 10 minutes later and they see it tracking, they like want to put that in a review and then that helps boost your your shop. I would think about like I would start bundling things up, too, because it's like working smarter, not harder. You don't have to worry about creating new product. You can put three things together and maybe lower, lower the price a little bit. So people think they're getting a deal. Focus on like in good customer service. Like if someone messaged me, I'll try to get back with them as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. Just things like that, really. And I also discovered, <laughs> this is so crazy. Cause you know how something like that can be so like 
common sense to us can be like groundbreaking, amazing to someone else. So that yeah. was me back in the in, back in the day, and I had no idea what stock photos were. And I found some, they have stock photos for everything, like every niche, like travel and food, beauty, tech, whatever you want, there's stock photos for it. I had a lot of decals at the time. And so I found some that had a laptop on them. So instead of making a product and then like trying to go set up this photo shoot with your white background, a bunch of sunlight, I could just use a stock photo and use my design and place it on the photo. And it looked really good. I was like, oh my God, this is like <laughs> grade A professional work over here. <laughs> and I would use that as my listing photos, you know, the main one. So people yeah. click on it and stuff. And that's when, yeah, my sales started going up. And I was like, hell yeah, this works. Let's put fuel to this fire. And I would just use that. And then I would use like, instead of taking a tumbler and taking a picture of it, I would just Google it. And go to Google Images and grab like a blank one and just digitally mock up the design because it saves so much time and effort. And I can use that time to go do homework or like go to my meetings or whatever, you yes. know, I was juggling so much. But yeah, so that, that yeah. helped a lot. You are not on Instagram, right? I mean, your podcast is, but like your Etsy shop. You don't promote it on Instagram. I do you? started promoting it a year ago. <laughs> well, then I I don't follow you. I need to follow <laughs> you. Do you think that social media does help, or is Etsy? Because me, like my my business, obviously has nothing to do with that. So I mm-hmm. I don't really know much about Etsy. But like, is it easy for people to? find you or is it like absolutely necessary that you should be on social media? You definitely, yeah, you definitely don't need to be on social media because I, I hit five figures without a lick of social media. And I started Instagram. I remember I was sitting over here on this couch and I was like, yeah, I need to do something more because I don't feel like this is like the best it's going to be if I don't have any social media. And oh my gosh, I didn't, I, put it off for so long because I felt like my photos suck. Like all I used was digital mock-ups, you know, because I couldn't take a freaking pretty photo, you know? <laughs> so I would, I made like a blank Instagram and I would start scrolling through all these creators. who had like such beautiful photos. Oh my gosh. And I discovered this thing called a preset. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause I don't, I myself, like personally, I don't have social media. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't have any kind cause my friends, oh my gosh, they'll be like buried in their phones all day and we'll be at a concert or something and they'll be like wanting to take video and upload it to their story. And it's like, you're not living for yourself. You're living for other people trying to convince them you're happy and you're this and you're that. Why don't you just focus on yourself and actually be that? Anyway, so I don't personally have social media because I just want to focus on me. I don't want to live for anyone else but me. So my knowledge was very limited on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I discovered this thing called a preset. And then it's like, you know, you made your photos like a certain aesthetic. That was like, oh my God, now I can finally have the most beautiful photos. It's like my, my, my limits in my world just got like a little bigger. Like the realm of possibilities just expanded. I was so excited. So I would like take all these photos and I finally found a preset I liked and it was just a game changer. I was like, now I can have an Instagram and now I can do this. Now I can do that. I could do brand ambassadors. 
So for those listening who are wondering, what is your Instagram handle if they want to follow you and check out your stuff? So right now we're in the middle of a rebrand. So my old Instagram is at khunterxo, like the letter K, Hunter XO. And instead of making a new Instagram, I'm just going to change the name because like a year or two down the road, I want people to be able to like scroll all the way down to where I first started, where it sucked (laughs) and like where I am at now. Because I love seeing stuff like that. And the new one is going to be Golden Soul Collective. And when I started my Etsy, I didn't know what to pick. And I'm such a, I was such a perfectionist. I'm really trying, you know, my best to not be like that anymore. But I couldn't think of a name and I was like, oh my gosh, I really just want to go ahead and just get out there and start already. Like who cares about my name? And I saw all these other shops, their um, names would be like these girls initials, ALD designs or, you know, Mm -hmm. designs by Lauren or, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, I can do that. And so I called it K Hunter because my middle name's Hunter. So I, I, you know, took that and, you know, started my business and everything. But now it's like, what does that even mean? (laughs) You know, it doesn't have, it doesn't have any kind of like brand identity. I don't have colors. I don't have a real logo. It's like a very basic logo. And I made it on Canva when I was like, (laughs) yeah, 19. (laughs) And so now, oh my gosh. And Etsy just did this thing where it's like they increased fees and like they did, they changed a bunch of stuff. But now the bottom line is every sale I make, they take anywhere from 10 to 22%. Wow. And plus on top of that with my licensing, because, you know, sorority, I'm licensed to carry sorority stuff. I got to pay 10% royalties Mm -hmm. to them. So now it's like, that's like almost a third of every sale. That's a chunk. Who can live off that? You know, like I was telling Brittany one time, that's communism. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So I was like, this is not going to work, you know? So I need to make my own website, my own Shopify. Mm-hmm. because over there, at least they would only take, I think it was like 2% or something mm-hmm. like super low. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so I went over to Shopify and I tried to make my own website and I was like, this is ugly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like who is going to buy? <laughs> this is not, this is, this is yeah. not it. This is not the vibe. It's like deja vu. So I was like, I need a, like a professional to design my own website. Mm-hmm. And so I found this girl named Karima and oh my gosh, Karima Creative. Yes. Oh, I love her. And she has her own podcast. Yeah. She's so talented. I'm so excited. Oh, well, now I'm even more excited to see like your whole brand. And yeah. Come together. Yeah. I was going to have her do my website. And I was like, well, if I'm doing a website, I might as well do a brand too, because I don't yeah. want to spend all this money and I still hate my name, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I hired her and yeah, together we've like, yeah, figured out the name Golden Soul Collective and yeah, it's a long process, but I think it'll be like so worth it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to launch at the end of July. Yeah. So now I'm going to have, it's not going to be just a shop anymore. I'm like expanding to, it's not sorority girls or it is sorority girls, but it's also like girls who are like, who are like radiant and like bright and like. When they walk into a room, everyone wants to be like right beside them because they just have this energy and you just want to be around it all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have products that are catered towards like girls like that, that are just like 
absolute gifts to the world, you know, with their energy. Yeah. And so, yeah, we got that going on. And I'm also, yeah, doing the podcast now. And there's also going to be a blog. There's going to be a little page for mentoring. And it's going to be Voxer because I really like Voxer. And I, I like girls can buy it and they can talk to me. And I also feel like it'll be cool because, you know, there's girls out there that are more like introverted and like getting on Zoom or FaceTime might be like a little intimidating. So they can also text, you know, I can also like send voice messages and like explode with energy and like enthusiasm and encouragement, you know, and so I'm really excited about that. We just got so much going on because it's like, this is like do or die. Like if I can't make this work, I don't know what I'm going to do. And girl, like do it now, do it while you're young. Like what I regret most, like I wish I did this when I was 25 and now I'm, you know, 33 with two young kids, you know, it's just, it's even harder to do. Like, I wish I did it when I was in my early twenties. Like that's my biggest regret. So like, I definitely, I am like inspired by you and girl, like keep doing it. Keep going, like do the thing. Cause it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. It's also like never too late too. Well, I, I learned that too. It's never too late. It took me 30 years to get here, but you know, I'm here. So. Right. Better late than never. Better late than never. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I love that you said, Caitlin, that you, when you started, you knew absolutely nothing about business. And also you just created a name, created a logo, like you hit five figures, not having any of that stuff, not worrying about looking, you know, like the behind the scenes being perfect. You just went for it. And I think that I know me in my early twenties, like I always had good ideas, but I never, it's like, I didn't know how to get started. And I always just kind of was like, well, you know, like when I get in my thirties or when I graduate college or, you know, 10 years down the road, I'll know about all that. So I'll just do stuff then. Well, you know, here I am in my early thirties and I still didn't know. So I finally, it's just kind of like, you just have to do it Mm -hmm. and not be afraid. Like you're, you're never going to know all the things. And I think that's just, you know, our listeners that are listening and maybe waiting to start your business because you don't know what to do or how to get started. There is always, always, always somebody out there that can mentor you or one step ahead that can help you out. Or, you know, in today's world, I think it's Rachel Hollis that said this, but it's like with God and a Google search bar, you can make anything happen. And that's so true. Like we've got Google, we've got YouTube, you can literally make whatever you want happen. Hell yeah. You just have to go for it. And you don't have to wait till it's perfect or exactly right. Like you just need to start because anything takes time to build. Yeah. Right. And the longer you wait to start, the longer it's going to be till you're at where you want to be at too. Yeah. And starting is the hardest part too. Cause like with me, I was like, I don't know how, Mm -hmm. I don't know like what I don't know. And I know a lot of people, like my friend Abby, for instance, she, this girl is like a makeup artist. Like her, she looks like a superstar, like a movie star every time I see her. And I'm like, Abby, there's so many, I'm one of them. I, there's so many girls that can do makeup like that and would love to learn. Like you need to like either like get on YouTube or TikTok or like do this and that and like get your bag, girl. But she's like, 
you know, scared of being, I guess, putting yourself out there and maybe like being judged or maybe she doesn't do it like everyone else or I don't, you know. And so we have all these limiting beliefs and like that we're not good enough or we're not smart enough. And, you know, who am I to start a YouTube channel? And it's like, who are you not exactly. to start a YouTube channel? Exactly. You know, we all start somewhere. Steve Jobs wasn't born knowing how to make a computer mm-hmm. and Howard Schultz wasn't born knowing how to make a mean cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, we all start <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. You just got to get out there and like be willing to make mistakes and ask questions and just get at it. Yeah. What do you do? Because your energy is like, I feel like high energy. That's just so positive. Do you do a lot of like personal development stuff? Like, like, how do you keep that positive mindset? Good Lord. I do so much. I really like being intentional with like my, my mornings and I um, also do guided meditation. And I was never a meditation kind of girl until recently. I was like, that sounds so woo-woo. <laughs> like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And I tried it once and I was like, that actually like really helped and like makes you I feel clear. Yeah. And like just lighter, <laughs> lighter in a way. And like I want to stand taller. And when I feel like that, I like try to memorize where I'm at, like like in a state of mind, you know. And um, like when I feel like this good and like high vibes and like just high energy and stuff like that, I'm like, I need to like memorize that so I can always come back to that. And when I'm in this, this mood and this um, mindset, that's when I make moves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's when I make moves. But yeah, that's what I do. I just really intentional with my time and my energy and stuff like that. But what about you guys? I read a lot. I really like to read. So personal development books, podcasts, that's why like my whole reason for even getting coming across and getting in the podcast industry was because podcasts just helped me so much mentally. And there's been so many podcasts that have kind of just pushed me to start my business and kind of just change my whole outlook and perspective. And honestly, I really, my biggest thing is I just, I don't let negativity near me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've like kind of said goodbye to a lot of friendships, just any negativity or negative vibes. I really don't put myself around yep. it. I just cut it out. Yeah. Because it, it really does. It, it brings you down and it just, we just don't have time for it. Exactly. What was that thing? I know you said one time about like the five people you surround yourself, you end up becoming the five people you surround yourself with. And that's very true. Like, so if you surround yourself with people are negative, that's going to bring you down. And that's like the opposite of what, (laughs) yeah, that's the opposite of what we want happening. Exactly. So those are my things. It's harder. I know before I had my son, like I love to work out yoga. Um, it was a lot easier, like my morning routines. It was so much easier to kind of do things for myself. But you know, now that I'm a mom, it's kind of harder to find those moments of alone time. So Amanda understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, girl. And I am like, music. I have my Pandora station. I have like a Casey Mosgrove station that's on Mm -hmm. all the time. And of course it has Dolly and Fleetwood Mac and just everything on there. Um, so yes, I music and I just like to create, like I'm always like, I have like a hundred projects going on at all times. So I'm always like, Oh, I got a new idea for a new sticker. I'm going to do this. I'm always like, 
always working, but it's not really working for me because it's like what I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing too, though, Amanda. I mean, like, look at the three of us. I feel like each mm-hmm. one of us, we're very happy and content with our lives right now. But I think a big part of that is because we love what we're doing as mm-hmm. a job. You know, our job is fulfilling some part some part of us. That's just another thing that just can really help your your mentality is that just do what you love. Yeah. Do what you love and you never work a day in your life. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. I know you had mentioned a minute ago, tell us a little bit more about her limitless potential. I know Brittany knows more about it, but I want to learn a little bit more and I'm sure our listeners do too. Okay. Yeah. So I, again, I didn't know anything about podcasting, but I'm just like trying to keep this do it messy mentality. And it's about like, the bottom line is stepping into like the best version of yourself, whether that looks like, you know, a lawyer at a firm or like the most like creative or fit or whatever, you know, vision you have for yourself. It's about letting go of imposter syndrome and like being the main character in your life and not giving a shit, like like letting go of people pleasing Mm -hmm. and needing to be validated. I haven't had guests, but like one, but I think after launch, I already have like a list of people I'm wanting. So I want to, yeah, people talk about like selling things on Poshmark or making a YouTube or Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, the Enneagram personality types and stuff and how you can use that to your advantage. Yeah. And like health things and finance, just like a little bit Mm -hmm. of everything. Because I would have, <laughs> I would have loved to have something like that when I was, you know, mm-hmm. a teenager. So I was like, yeah, let me just start it. And I was like, so skeptical too. In the beginning, I was like, oh my God, I hate the sound of my voice. I swear every episode, I learn something from you. And like, you, there's just the motivation and tips that you have and like Aww. the main character energy. Explain that a little bit because I just, I loved when you talked about that. So share that with our listeners. So main character energy is like being so focused like on yourself and your storyline that other people like it's it's like it's your world and everyone is just passing through. When you get dressed in the morning, you don't think about, oh, my gosh, are people going to like this? Are they going to stare at me? Am I going to be like get ugly looks or anything? You don't care. (laughs) You don't care because you feel cute and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So you walk out that door and you strut your shit and you just go on about your day. It's just about going through your own life and like living life on your terms. I love that. Getting back to Etsy, what's some pieces of advice that you can give to get started on Etsy? Do you, would you still recommend Etsy for somebody or would you recommend a completely different platform? I, I think Etsy's good to start out because like girls know what Etsy is. Yeah. So it brings you a lot of traffic and stuff. But like when you start building and like growing like I am, all those fees, I can start really adding up. And something I wish I had done, but again, like I had imposter syndrome, I should have done an email list. Mm. to start having and growing community. 
And um, I didn't because I was like, I'm brand new. Like people aren't going to want to like this brand new shop with like 20 items in the store. Like that's ridiculous. So, but now I'm like paying for it because it's like, oh my God, I wish I had done it. Because by now I could have had like this little community where I can tell like, hey, I'm moving. I'm out of here. Come to my website instead. Yeah. But yeah, I would still recommend starting on on Etsy because it just brings so many people and everybody already knows about it and stuff. To grow it, I would start, you know, putting as many products as you can on your virtual shelves. And if you, like, let's say you have a product that's doing really well, you know, let's say it's enamel pin, you know, you put it on your shirt, your backpack or whatever, and it's really cute. It's a hot seller. Everybody Mm -hmm. loves it. And so maybe your next item, like instead of like working and like stressing yourself out to come up with something brand new, you can take that design you already have on the pin and like slap it on a greeting card or slap it on a poster or I don't know, a mouse pad, you know, whatever. And see if that, because people are like, oh, this already, I know this already sells well, Mm -hmm. you know, so let me see if it'll sell just as well or even more popular on a greeting card or, you know, any other, you know, type of product. So that way you're not stressing yourself to come up with something new. I would also bundle stuff because I sell a lot of bundles of stuff I've had in the shop for years, but I feel like the bundles sell better because people get more stuff, you know? Yeah. I also do digital prints and that's really nice because like you do all the work uh, up front and then once you're done, it just sits, sits right there on, on your shop and like collects money or whatever. Every time you make a sale, you don't have to do anything. It's like, thank you. Come again. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's easy. I've also started to do Pinterest and that's driven traffic because I realized that sorority stuff is probably really pinnable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's another mistake I made. Don't make my mistake. I always wonder, like, how does Etsy and all of the other sites stand up to Amazon? Because I know for me, when I go to Etsy, I feel like a lot of things that I buy on Etsy are like handmade stuff, though. So it's like I got to wait a week or two for this person to make the thing. And then I got to wait, wait another two weeks for it to get shipped to me. So I'm like, I got to wait a month. And Amazon just has me trained where I don't have time for that anymore. So I just go to Amazon. So like, I always wonder, like, is Amazon killing stores like that? Right. Well, I don't think it's killing, but it's definitely hard to like, because now people expect they want it when they want it. You know, they expect like yes. so much. And yeah. I guess... Some people aren't as like, I guess, considerate or I don't know if they just don't think about it. Like sellers, it takes time, especially with something as custom as like what you were saying. It takes time. And especially if you have like a lot of orders, it can like take a lot of time, you know. But yeah, yeah we're so, Amazon has spoiled us. It's like two day shipping, overnight I shipping. I know. I don't know. I don't think it's killing because I feel like some people still want that like personal touch. You know, and I think there's, yeah, there's, I feel like a lot of people who still like get behind the support small, support local, they are intentional about spending their money and going to Etsy um, versus Amazon just because they are Mm -hmm. wanting to support small. So I, I, it's not killing it. It definitely, I think hurts a lot of small businesses. 
But luckily there has been, I feel like the last couple of years, a trend of people wanting to support small and wanting to support local. And I know that like sitting, as I'm sitting here thinking about it now, like, yes, you are getting your product delivered within two days, one or two days with Amazon. But a lot of times it's just like thrown in a box, um, you know, more than likely from China. Whereas, um, whereas, you know, like with you guys, like I know Caitlin on your, um, previous podcast episode, you were mentioning that with your new, like shipping, you're thinking about getting like custom tissue paper and like just creating an experience. And like Amanda, I know when I received stuff from you, like I get a sticker and Mm -hmm. like a, a handwritten card. So, so yeah, I guess it's all about the experience Mm -hmm. as well. It's definitely more impressionable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any advice for people that, you know, say they start out, say they take the route that you did and they start out on Etsy, they have success, and then they kind of want to take it off there and do their own thing. What advice do you have with that transition? I know you said you wish you would have done an email list, but is there anything else that would kind of have made your transition easier Mm. or better? If I got probably if I got on Instagram a lot sooner, it, I had just been on Etsy for like, I think it was like three years and some change before I even thought about getting on Instagram. So I feel like if I started in the beginning and then like, because I got on Instagram a year ago and that's when I learned about the presets and like started getting confidence about everything. I feel like if I got on Instagram all that time ago when I first started, I probably would have learned that. Yeah, because that definitely would have helped me. There's no telling like who I would have met, like who all the people I would have met, what opportunities I deprived myself of just because I thought my pictures were, were ugly. <laughs> and they were, they they looked like they belonged on Craigslist, but I would have gotten <laughs> better, you know? Yeah. So looking back ever since you were 19, what has been like your greatest greatest success where you were just in that moment, you were like, oh my gosh, I did it or I'm doing it. Oh, well, the first thing that pops into my head, this is going to be like a quick story time. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) So it's Friday morning and I'm asleep in bed and I wake up, you know, half ass and I, I roll over, check my phone like everyone does. And I see this message from this girl named Kinsey. And it's a message on Etsy. And she's like, hey, Caitlin, uh, listen, I was wondering, I really need 260 tumblers, uh, like as soon as possible. So I was wondering, like, is that something you can do? And if you can, like, what's the earliest ship time? Like, how fast can you get them to me? And I roll over and I like, I sit up real quick. I'm like, what, did I read that right? 200? That is. I had them. I had the tumblers like right here in my studio, but I was like <laughs> 260 tumblers. And so I didn't want to lose that order, of course. So it's yeah. Friday morning. I was like, I'll have them out first thing Monday morning. And I was like <laughs> praying. I, I was like praying. She said, okay. And she's like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll go ahead and order them now. And like five minutes later, she ordered them. And I just, I, I'm like one of those people that can't cry in public or like refuses to. So I went in my bathroom and I was just crying because I was like <laughs> the Aww. biggest order I've ever gotten. 
And I was like, I'm like so glad that I started it all those years ago. And that like, I didn't let everyone's like skepticism. And like, I didn't, I didn't let it get to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to fucking hustle now. <laughs> I got to grind it out. And so I like, I went straight to the studio. I started cutting them all out. And um, it took me, I got, I started like Friday around noon. And I ended, I I got it all done by um, Sunday uh, afternoon. I had my mom helped. I bribed her with like, with takeout and food and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we binged Netflix while we did it oh, all. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they went, and they went to Clemson too. It was a big school. But I was so happy. I was like, this is just crazy. You know how, like, that's the most money I've ever like seen in a direct deposit, uh, transaction, you know? Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. This is what, what, what business is all about. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, I love that. What is one piece of advice that you would give to our listeners right now? I would say to not let anyone's like skepticism or judgment or anything like prevent you from starting and even like if you're scared of what people will think and this is (laughs) this is something I did I just did it but didn't tell anyone when I was in college my sorority none of them knew I had a business doing sorority stuff and like some of them were walking around carrying my products wearing my products yeah and none of them knew it was me so if you're, yeah, if you're scared of what people will think, or like people are going to judge you, I didn't tell anyone. I, I don't even, yeah, use my name or my, my like last name and stuff. I use Caitlin Hunter and my last name's Morris. So yeah, don't let anyone put you down or like be skeptical or like judgment prevent you from doing anything because those who get it, get it. And those who don't, don't. Yeah. And most of the time I I heard this quote too. I'm all about quotes, y'all. The people that are ahead of you, as far as business goes, they will never judge you or give you like negative energy. They will help you. It is people that are below you and are jealous or wish they were in your spot. Those are the ones that are going to bring that negative energy. So just remember that if somebody gives you any negative feedback or anything, they don't matter right. because you're already ahead of them. You're not going that way. You're going this way. So, so true. I love that. All right. Well, this has been so much fun yes. again. I love your energy so Me much. Too. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being a light in this world. And I can't wait for your, your new brand. Yes. So excited. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our mommy Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.